section thirty two part two chapter two continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain her great fear was that she might lose her self-control when the time came to put her newly acquired knowledge into practice to see herself before the foul odors of decomposing flesh to contemplate the flow of blood a horrible thing for her who had always felt an invincible repugnance toward all the unpleasant conditions of ordinary life but these hesitations were short and she was suddenly animated by a dashing energy these were times of sacrifice were not men snatched every day from the comforts of sensuous existence to endure the rude life of a soldier she would be a soldier in petticoats facing pain battling with it plunging her hands into putrefaction flashing like a ray of sunlight into the places where soldiers were expecting the approach of death she proudly narrated to desnoyers all the progress that she was making in the training school the complicated bandages that she was learning to adjust sometimes over a mannequin at others over the flesh of an employee trying to play the part of a sorely wounded patient she so dainty so incapable in her own home of the slightest physical effort was learning the most skilful ways of lifting a human body from the ground and carrying it on her back who knew but that she might render this very service some day on the battlefield she was ready for the greatest risks with the ignorant audacity of women impelled by flashes of heroism all her admiration was for the english army nurses slender women of nervous vigor whose photographs were appearing in the papers wearing pantaloons riding boots and white helmets julio listened to her with astonishment was this woman really marguerite war was obliterating all her winning vanities she was no longer fluttering about in bird-like fashion her feet were treading the earth with resolute firmness calm and secure in the new strength which was developing within when one of his caresses would remind her that she was a woman she would always say the same thing what luck that you are a foreigner what happiness to know that you do not have to go to war in her anxiety for sacrifice she wanted to go to the battlefields and yet at the same time she was rejoicing to see her lover exempt from military duty this preposterous lack of logic was not gratefully received by julio but irritated him as an unconscious offence one might suppose that she was protecting me he thought she is the man and rejoices that i the weak comrade should be protected from danger what a grotesque situation fortunately at times when marguerite presented herself at the studio she was again her old self making him temporarily forget his annoyance she would arrive with the same joy in a vacation that the college student or the employee feels on a holiday responsibility was teaching her to know the value of time no classes to-day she would call out on entering and tossing her hat on a divan she would begin a dance step retreating with infantile coquetry from the arms of her lover but in a few minutes she would recover her customary gravity 
the serious look that had become habitual with her since the outbreak of hostilities she spoke often of her mother always sad but striving to hide her grief and keeping herself up in the hope of a letter from her son she spoke too of the war commenting on the latest events with the rhetorical optimism of the official dispatches she could describe the first flag taken from the enemy as minutely as though it were a garment of unparalleled elegance from a window she had seen the minister of war she was very much affected when repeating the story of some fugitive belgians recently arrived at the hospital they were the only patients that she had been able to assist until now paris was not receiving the soldiers wounded in battle by order of the government they were being sent from the front to the hospitals in the south she no longer evinced toward julio the resistance of the first few days her training as a nurse was giving her a certain passivity she seemed to be ignoring material attractions stripping them of the spiritual importance which she had hitherto attributed to them she wanted to make julio happy although her mind was concentrated on other matters one afternoon she felt the necessity of communicating certain news which had been filling her mind since the day before springing up from the couch she hunted for her handbag which contained a letter she wanted to read it again to tell its contents to somebody with that irresistible impulse which forestalls confession it was a letter which her brother had sent her from the vosges in it he spoke of laurier more than of himself they belonged to different batteries but were in the same division and had taken part in the same combats the officer was filled with admiration for his former brother-in-law who could have guessed that a future hero was hidden within that silent and tranquil engineer but he was a genuine hero just the same all the officials had agreed with marguerite's brother on seeing how calmly he fulfilled his duty facing death with the same coolness as though he were in his factory near paris he had asked for the dangerous post of lookout slipping as near as possible to the enemy's lines in order to verify the exactitude of the artillery discharge rectifying it by telephone a german shell had demolished the house on the roof of which he was concealed and laurier on crawling out unhurt from the ruins had readjusted his telephone and gone tranquilly on continuing the same work in the shelter of a nearby grove his battery picked out by the enemy's aeroplanes had received the concentrated fire of the artillery opposite in a few minutes all the force were rolling on the ground the captain and many soldiers dead officers wounded and almost all the gunners there only remained as chief laurier the impassive as his comrades nicknamed him and aided by the few artillerymen still on their feet he continued firing under a rain of iron and fire so as to cover the retreat of a battalion he has been mentioned twice in dispatches marguerite continued reading i do not believe it will be long before they give him the cross he is valiant in every way who would have supposed all this a few weeks ago she did not share the general astonishment living with laurier had many times shown her the intrepidity of his character the fearlessness concealed under that placid exterior on that account her instincts had warned her against rousing her husband's wrath in the first days of her infidelity she still remembered the way he looked the night he surprised her leaving julio's home 
his was the passion that kills and nevertheless he had not attempted the least violence with her the memory of his consideration was awaking in marguerite a sentiment of gratitude perhaps he had loved her as no other man had her eyes with an irresistible desire for comparison sought julio's admiring his youthful grace and distinction the image of laurier heavy and ordinary came into her mind as a consolation certainly the officer whom she had seen at the station when saying good-bye to her brother did not seem to her like her old husband but marguerite wished to forget the pallid lieutenant with the sad countenance who had passed before her eyes preferring to remember him only as the manufacturer preoccupied with profits and incapable of comprehending what she was accustomed to call the delicate refinements of a chic woman decidedly julio was the more fascinating she did not repent of her past she did not wish to repent of it and her loving selfishness made her repeat once more the same old exclamation how fortunate that you are a foreigner what a relief to know that you are safe from the dangers of war julio felt the usual exasperation at hearing this he came very near to closing his beloved's mouth with his hand was she trying to make fun of him it was fairly insulting to place him apart from other men meanwhile with blind irrelevance she persisted in talking about laurier commenting upon his achievements i do not love him i never have loved him do not look so cross how could the poor man ever be compared with you you must admit though that his new existence is rather interesting i rejoice in his brave deeds as though an old friend had done them a family visitor who i had not seen for a long time the poor man deserved a better fate he ought to have married some other woman some companion more on a level with his ideals i tell you that i really pity him and this pity was so intense that her eyes filled up with tears awakening the tortures of jealousy in her lover after these interviews desnoyers was more ill-tempered and despondent than ever i am beginning to realize that we are in a false position he said one morning to argensola life is going to become increasingly painful it is difficult to remain tranquil continuing the same old existence in the midst of a people at war his companion had about come to the same conclusion he too was beginning to feel that the life of a young foreigner in paris was insufferable now that it was so upset by war one has to keep showing passports all the time in order that the police may be sure that they have not discovered a deserter in the street-car the other afternoon i had to explain that i was a spaniard to some girls who were wondering why i was not at the front one of them as soon as she learned my nationality asked me with great simplicity why i did not offer myself as a volunteer now they have invented a word for the stay-at-homes calling them les embusqués the hidden ones i am sick and tired of the ironical looks shot at me wherever i go it makes me wild to be taken for an embusqué a flash of heroism was galvanizing the impressionable bohemian now that everybody was going to war he was wishing to do the same thing he was not afraid of death the only thing that was disturbing to him was the military service the uniform the mechanical obedience to bugle call the blind subservience to the chiefs 
fighting was not offering any difficulties for him but his nature capriciously resented everything in the form of discipline the foreign groups in paris were trying to organize each its own legion of volunteers and he too was planning his a battalion of spaniards and south americans reserving naturally the presidency of the organizing committee for himself and later the command of the body he had inserted notices in the papers making the studio in the rue de la pompe the recruiting office in ten days two volunteers had presented themselves a clerk shivering in midsummer who stipulated that he should be an officer because he was wearing a suitable jacket and a spanish tavern-keeper who at the very outset had wished to rob argensola of his command on the futile pretext that he was a soldier in his youth while the bohemian was only an artist twenty spanish battalions were attempted with the same result in different parts of paris each enthusiast wished to be commander of the others with the individual haughtiness and aversion to discipline so characteristic of the race finally the future generalissimos decided to enlist as simple volunteers but in a french regiment i am waiting to see what the garibaldis do said argensola modestly perhaps i may go with them this glorious name made military service conceivable to him but then he vacillated he would certainly have to obey somebody in this body of volunteers and he did not believe in an obedience that was not preceded by long discussions what next life has changed in a fortnight he continued it seems as if we were living in another planet our former achievements are not appreciated others most obscure and poor those who formerly had the least consideration are now promoted to the first ranks the refined man of complex spirituality has disappeared for who knows how many years now the simple-minded man climbs triumphantly to the top because though his ideas are limited they are sure and he knows how to obey we are no longer the style desnoyers assented it was so they were no longer fashionable none knew that better than he for he who was once the sensation of the day was now passing as a stranger among the very people who a few months before had raved over him your reign is over laughed argensola the fact that you are a handsome fellow doesn't help you one bit nowadays in a uniform and with a cross on my breast i could soon get the best of you in a rival love affair in times of peace the officers only set the girls of the provinces to dreaming but now that we are at war there has awakened in every woman the ancestral enthusiasm that her remote grandmothers used to feel for the strong and aggressive beast the high-born dames who a few months ago were complicating their desires with psychological subtleties are now admiring the military man with the same simplicity that the maid has for the common soldier before a uniform they feel the humble and servile enthusiasm of the female of the lower animals before the crests foretops and gay plumes of the fighting males look out master we shall have to follow the new course of events or resign ourselves to everlasting obscurity the tango is dead 
and desnoyers agreed that truly they were two beings on the other side of the river of life which at one bound had changed its course there was no longer any place in the new existence for that poor painter of souls nor for that hero of a frivolous life who from five to seven every afternoon had attained the triumphs most envied by mankind End of section thirty two